Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord. Walt and I are thankful for this opportunity to participate with the Awakening in America, an outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library. Friends, Walt and I will lead a Bible study tour in the land of Israel. We will walk where Jesus walked, and we would love to meet you in person in Israel. The dates for the trip are November 8th to the 19th in 2022. That's later this year. Check out the link for the Walk with God Israel tour in the show notes below. Hi friends, Walt and I are glad you are listening to Walk with God. This is just our opportunity in the middle of the week, whenever you have a chance to tune into our podcast, just to share a devotional, a thought out of God's Word and to apply God's Word from our head to our heart. And so that's our goal and focus. Our lives are filled with various journeys, life's journeys. And perhaps you are walking on a very familiar path right now, and you feel confident and strong in your journey. But others may be facing struggles, even some dark valleys. Some of us are walking along a new stretch of the path of life, and people in the Bible give us some real-life examples of how we can navigate the various miles of our journeys You know, last time we looked at Abraham and Sarah as they embarked on a walk of faith, leaving their home, and they moved to the land of Canaan where God promised to bless them. And though Abraham's journey included some detours, some serious problems and sin that he dealt with, he did obey God, and the scripture tells us it was credited to him as righteousness Abraham and Sarah became friends of God, and so can each of us. Well, let's continue in the book of Genesis, and we're going to look at the life's journey of Isaac, his wife, Rebecca, and their two sons, Esau and Jacob. Beginning in Genesis 25, verse 21, Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord granted his prayer, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. The children struggled together within her, and she said, if it is thus, why is this happening to me? And so she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said, there are two nations in your womb, two peoples from within you shall be divided. The one will be stronger than the other. The older will serve the younger. Well, I love in those couple of verses, as I've taught through the story of Isaac and Rebecca, this whole idea that this husband prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife. Um, What a blessing it is for us as wives when our husbands pray for us and bring us before the Lord. Yeah, and Brenda, that's one of the marks that we see um, with couples that have great satisfaction and and their marriages continue to grow through many years. They pray together. And um, I I know that we've been challenged to increase our prayer life together and, and we um we do want to pray together every single day. That's our goal. 
Yeah, and we're so thankful for a mentor couple in our life, Rick and Sarah, who challenged us to pray together every single day. And now we share that with other couples. Are you praying together? And then as as she conceived and she had these children within her struggling, I love at the end of verse 22, she went to inquire of the Lord. What an example. She went to the Lord and he actually told her, these will be two nations. These will be two people. Yes, you're going to have twins. And the older will serve the younger. Yeah, and even as you, you talk about this, these twin sons born to Isaac and Rebecca, they were certainly not identical twins. Uh, the text goes out of its way to say they're very different, even physically, but also in their desires and what they enjoy doing in their life. Esau is a skillful hunter. He's a man of the field. And Esau was red and hairy. Um, red is um, Adamai and Harry is seer, and this anticipated his future son was his future homeland was going to be in Edom and seer and and really that 's modern day Jordan um, Petra is Edom, and then jacob the the one who surplants um, he was a peaceful man, he lived in tents he was he was a shepherd, and Japhet, jacob is is linked to the word heel because he um, clutched at the heel of his brother. And even though his brother was born first, he was wanting to get ahead of him. Yeah. I, uh, just, yeah. uh, it's a great scene, but, <laughs> but not a peaceful scene. And the older Esau will serve the younger. And as they grew, these tensions and the competition between them grew as brothers. And this verse in Genesis 25, 28, Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game. Isaac loved the... The, the hunter Esau because of what he brought to the table. But Rebecca loved Jacob. You know, and as we read that verse, well, you know, you and I have talked about this, that um, as a husband and wife, and, and what happened? You know, I mean, the verses I just read a few minutes ago, Isaac went to the Lord on behalf of his wife and asked that she might conceive and bear a child. And then Rebecca, as she was pregnant and wondering what was going on in her womb, she went to inquire of the Lord. And now it just almost seems like there's a division. Yeah. And, and, and even as you say that, um, as you look at the text, it's it's interesting. It's not Isaac loved Esau because he loved the Lord and he served him well. Isaac loved Esau because of the food that he would bring him, and just that that dynamic is is just so um, unhealthy. <laughs> and these two brothers, they're very different, which is often the case in families, and it becomes a parenting challenge, loving each child for their unique gifts and their abilities that they possess. You know, the New Bible Commentary points out that Jacob became a cool, calculating, stay-at-home man, whereas Esau became impetuous, he was active, he was out in the country, he was out hunting, and, and one day Jacob exploited his brother Esau's hunger to exchange some lentil stew for his birthright, the, the privilege assigned to the firstborn. And even as we talk about that, we, we've named this um, a little life's journey, um, birthright and blessing. And this is important because the birthright gave the responsibility and required that the firstborn would receive a double portion. 
And, and then he would be responsible to care for his father and his mother. So, but it seems like Esau wasn't interested in becoming a homebody. He wasn't interested in taking care of mom and dad. He, he wanted the excitement of the hunt. And Jacob was assigned the responsibility and privilege of caring for his parents in their old age by his brother despising his birthright. And, and that's really, really important. And a head to heart here is um, every sibling has uh, rivalry. And, and in, in many cases, um, it, it can be rather intense. But this rivalry is being fanned into flames by the parents. And within our own homes, we, we must take care to, to encourage, to discipline, to love, and to guide each of our children and value each of them the same. Yeah, and that's just such a good word um, as you um, are raising children in your home. And for those of us who are grandparents, I think of even those who are working with children in school. Um, what are you doing? Those younger um, children, teenagers, young adults around you, how can you encourage them and guide them in their path of life? Because we all are different. And Brenda, it makes me really sad because this mom and dad had a special relationship and had been blessed by God. And they, they knew that something exciting was going to be happening. But at the same time, they weren't united in their care for their two sons. And because of that, um, a tragedy arose. I mean, there was real heartache. Yeah, real real grief and pain coming in this story. And as we move into Genesis 27, and we're looking at that chapter, these two sons, Esau and Jacob, are now adults. And in fact, Esau, just as Walt said, he's, he's out. He's out in the country. He's out for the excitement of the hunt. Well, he wasn't interested in um, marrying a woman that his parents would select, that his father would choose for him. But instead, he actually married two Hittite women, and it brought great grief to this family. And Jacob at this time is still not married, and they are adult men. Well, Jake Isaac is feeling... I'm getting old. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know, you sort of have those days, right? <laughs> yeah, he almost felt like he was going to die, and, that, and that's what he gives instructions there. Well, and his eyesight was starting to fail. Right. He probably, you know, had the aches and pains and was feeling like he had less energy. And he calls Esau, the firstborn, to him, and he instructs him, go out and hunt, kill game, and then prepare my favorite meal. And then when you come back in and you serve me my favorite food, I will bless you before I die. You know, he just, Isaac's thinks he's old. He thinks he's going to die soon. But the reality is he does not know his last day. And in fact, this man, this father, will live for several more decades. And so he's really taking this step pretty early and before it's necessary. Well, Rebecca overhears, as you continue in Genesis 27, she overhears what her husband is telling the firstborn son, and she calls Jacob to her tent. And in verse 8 in Genesis 27, Now therefore, my son, obey my voice as I command you. 
Go to the flock, bring me two good young goats so that I may prepare delicious food for your father such as he loves, and you shall bring it to your father to eat so that he may bless you before he dies. A couple things here. This mother is telling an adult son, obey my voice. I'm taking charge here. There's something going on and I've got to fix this. And then this shortcut Go get two young goats from the flock. You know that the, there's no hunting involved here. Uh, we we gotta we gotta beat your brother Esau. And Rebecca has a plan. This plan is to deceive her husband. That makes my heart so sad to think that this wife is putting a relationship with her favorite son ahead of her marriage relationship, the man whom God joined together to be one flesh. She wants Isaac to give his blessing to her beloved Jacob, not to Esau. And it's not a mistake. I mean, don't miss that in the text. It is very deliberate and calculated. It is a, a, a desire for the mom to, to usurp even her husband's authority, which is not good. Nope. And, and, and again, we scramble and scheme, but God had already said that, that the, the older was going to serve the younger. He'd already said that, and, and she just didn't want to let God bring it about. Well, and as she, they carry out this plan, she prepares the food, Jacob walks into Isaac, and Isaac says, please come near that I may feel you, my son, to know whether you are really my son Esau. Remember, Walt, you just told us Esau was a hairy man. And so it involved not just the food preparation, but dressing, as it were, Jacob up in a costume so that he would feel like his brother. So his clothing was was his brother's, that he smelled like his brother. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, who felt him and said, the voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. So Isaac blessed Jacob. You know, I had to heart here that I, I just have to sit in these verses and pause and consider God is sovereign. The Lord is sovereign. And he would have carried out his plan, the older shall serve the younger. But many times, and I'm guilty of this, my head to heart, thinking that God needs my help. (laughs) He needs me to come in and fix this. Wait a minute, wait a minute. And in order to complete his work and his purpose, God certainly needs me to step in and fix and help him. And we talk about scrambling around to try to get our way or to try to get something that's beneficial to us. And, and that scrambling around often leads to, to heartache. And, and as Rebecca stepped into this situation with this plan of action, this deception against her husband, she told Jacob to obey her voice, and Jacob was a little leery, and he said, well, what if Dad discovers? And she said, look, if there's any problem, it's all on me. This is not a healthy relationship for a husband and wife to model to their two boys. And Jacob received Isaac's blessing, and then Esau, it's almost like as he's one's walking out the door, the other's coming into the other side of the door, and, and Esau, he returns from hunting, and he's prepared his food, and he goes into his dad. And as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, 
Genesis 27.30 says, Esau, his brother, came in from the hunting, and he prepared delicious food and brought it to his father. And he said to his father, let, let my father arise and let him eat of his son's game that you may bless me. And his dad said, what? <laughs> Who are you? And he answered, well, I'm your, your son, your firstborn, Esau. And then there's a pause in my mind's eye, and I, I, Isaac trembled very violently. He realized he had been deceived by his wife and his other son. And he said, who was it then that hunted game and brought it to me? And I ate it all before you came. And I've blessed him. Yes, he shall be blessed. Um, the father's talking to his firstborn son, and, and, and there's a serious limit. Um, Jacob got there first, and he deceived Esau, and he got not just the birthright by buying it from his brother. Now he gets the blessing. And Isaac is given this blessing to not his firstborn son, but to the younger son. And um, trouble is fixing to happen. Uh, verse 34 of, of this chapter says, And as soon as Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with exceedingly great and bitter cry. And he said to his father, Bless me, even me also, my father. But his father said, Your brother came deceitfully, and he's taken away your blessing. And Esau said, He is not rightly named Jacob, is he? For he cheated me. These two times he took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. Now, this is not healthy relationship between two brothers. And then strong words filled with emotion, he begins a plan to kill his brother. Yeah, and Esau's reaction ripples through the entire family. It definitely affects them and touches on the entire family. He's angry and he's bitter. Now Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing which his father had blessed him. Genesis 27 verse 41. Esau said, the days of mourning are approaching for my brother and then I will kill Jacob. My father will die, will mourn him, and I will take the life of my brother Jacob. But once again, Rebecca was told the report of Esau's response, and she calls Jacob to her. And her young son, her younger son comes, now for my son. Remember these words? Obey my voice. This is now the second time she's telling her adult son, Obey my voice. Arise, flee to Laban, my brother. Stay with him until your brother's fury turns away, until your brother's anger turns away from you and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send and bring you from there. And the thing, as Rebecca says these words to her beloved son, she's she's coming up. She she's scrambling again, right? A yeah. new a new plan. I've got to fix this now. I I I planned this first deception, but now I got to fix this to save the life of her second son, to save Jacob's life. So she calls him, obey my voice. Now J Jacob must flee a dangerous situation within his own family. He has to run for his life. A very sad reality in the, this part of the story is Rebe Rebecca sends her beloved son away and she will never see Jacob again. Rebecca will die before Jacob returns and before Isaac dies. You know, our schemes and plans 
rarely turn out the way we expect them to. A head to heart, do I daily ask the Lord to direct my steps or do I plan my way apart from his leading? Proverbs 16, 9, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. And even this part of the story, um, Isaac calls Jacob because he's been sort of led to do that by Rebecca, and she's she's challenged him. She said, we don't want him, Jacob, to marry um, uh, pagan women like Esau's done. We need to get him to a place where he can take a wife that's not a Canaanite. And so um, with this, Isaac speaks these words of blessing over his second son, Jacob. And Isaac sent him away from his home back to Haran and to his mother's family and, and we'll continue to see the power of a father's blessing in coming weeks. But, but it's really important to see that Abraham was blessed by God. And then we have a repeating of that blessing to Isaac. And now that blessing is coming to Jacob. And we can see this line of blessing that's going to lead all the way to King David and then to his greatest child, the grandchild, great-grandchild, the Lord Jesus. God Almighty bless you, make you fruitful. May he give the blessing of Abraham to you. Isaac sent Jacob away. As Jacob was sent away, Esau is angry and he holds bitter feelings toward his brother. Rebekah grieves the distance and separation of her beloved son. Isaac was deceived and he gave his blessing to the younger son, rather than the older son. You know, relationships are difficult. As we journey through life, we will face difficult times, hard conversations, and there will be times when distance is helpful to bring healing and health back into our relationships. God's word will guide us. And in fact, we need to run to him in prayer and seek his direction every day. Friends, Until our next time together, may you continue to walk with God. Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord. Walt and I are thankful for this opportunity to participate with the Awakening in America and outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library. Friends, Brenda and I will be leading a Bible study tour in the land of Israel. We will walk where Jesus walked, and we would love to meet you in person there in Israel. The dates for the trip are November 8th through the 19th of this year, 2022. Um, Check out the link for the Walk With God Israel tour in the show notes below.